time for the Susan Taylor Podcast, where we discuss the yoga of mind, medicine, and healing. Author of Feeling Good Matters, Sexual Radiance, and the Vital Energy Program, Dr. Taylor imparts authentic knowledge and practical tools that inspire, educate, and empower us to be a healing force for positive change. So join us and take your life and our planet to the next level. Did you ever wonder what robs us of our energy? New challenges that may be stressful, poor diet and nutrition, maybe anxious thoughts, or perhaps you have decision fatigue. There are many challenges now that are lowering our baseline energy. I'm Dr. Susan Taylor, and today we're going to talk about the thieves that silently deplete our energy and leave us tired and exhausted. We have just participated in what is called the era of great indoor living from 2020 into 2021, and many people are dealing with dominant emotions. These dominant emotions are called tired and exhaustion. The COVID-19 pandemic has really many Americans saying they're more tired than they've ever been before. In fact, 60% of Americans are reporting that their sleep routine during the quarantine had them feeling even more exhausted than they've ever felt in their life. 80% of people in the global workforce say this has actually been the most stressful 12 months of their lives, with 78% saying their mental health has been affected. This was a study done by Oracle, the Austin, Texas-based software company. So they did a study and uh, with a Boston-based uh, consulting firm to come up with these numbers. So why is everyone tired and exhausted? Well, let's first look at energy before we turn to some of the advice that I'll, I'd like to offer today. As I mentioned in my new book, Return to Radiance, I say that we could modulate our energy of our own organism through our diet, nutrition, breath, and meditation practices. That's because energy is found on all levels, both physical, emotional, psychological, spiritual, and that happens through the foods we eat and the air we breathe, the breath exchange, and even our thought processes. The vibrations that pulse through our body and mind from food that we eat, for example, as well as the food we feed our mind, right, from the thoughts, It influences our total nourishment and the health of our mind and brain. When the energy channels get disrupted or blocked, we become tired and exhausted. So let's get right to it. As I have identified a few energy thieves, there are more to this list, but I just wanted to pick out some top top ones that I've been dealing with with some of the private clients that I'm working with. And it's very, very useful, hopefully, and you'll be able to pick some, you know, maybe get some tips from this and help yourself if you're experiencing, you know, being tired and exhausted. The first one I come up with is the supercharged beverages. Most people think that they can get energy from a supercharged beverage. I mean, that's what we're getting, that's what's getting promoted in the media. These are energy thieves when not consumed skillfully. It'll surely give you an energy jolt, jolt, as if you'd function, you know, you're on speed for a while. 
But then when you find yourself coming down, your energy is dissipated and often your mood really goes down. It's true that you do have energy, but it's not the vital energy that you really need to support your brain and energy systems. So how does this work? Well, the beverage was utilizing the energy reserves or let's say your energy bandwidth in your body and it spends them. That's what it does. It just depletes it right away. It leaves the brain fatigued and the mind scattered, causing your system to crave more. Do you know when I work with people that have anxiety, just by lifting up the energy, their energy bandwidth, their anxiety starts to lessen because we norm, we're geared, we're wired to get anxious if our energy gets depleted. So it's not just a mental condition, it's based on the mind-body complex. And I'm not saying you can't enjoy a cup of coffee, but you have to know really how to do it. And you also have to know your constitution and the reaction that your constitution will create for that. And then you adjust accordingly. So the first one was the supercharged beverages. And that's pretty much everybody's depending on them right now. So I thought I'd bring that up as number one. The next one is blood sugar imbalance. You know, what you eat or don't eat can affect your energy baseline. Not eating enough or eating foods that are not nutritious can cause exhaustion. If you eat foods that cause spikes in your blood sugar, as soon as those sugar levels drop, you feel drained. And that's just, it kind of goes with the first one that I did with those supercharged beverages. This spike in blood sugar levels and the subsequent fall, of course, can make you feel tired and exhausted. Craving quick energy, you instinctively reach for another serving of those refined carbs, and it leads to a vicious cycle. Several studies actually have found that minimizing sugar and processed carbs at meals and snacks leads to greater energy levels. So to combat this, we want to eat a balanced diet, and that means something different to everyone. I can't get into detail here, but what's really being touted out on the internet now has a lot of non-truisms, let me say it that way. Because we do need regularity since the body operates best with a systematic approach. And of course, I'm sounding contradictory to the people that are touting skip meals, don't let your body get used to a routine, you know, intermittent fasting here and starvation. That is not healthy for the actual synchronicity of the mind-body-brain complex. And that's why I incorporated in all my books, even in Return to Radiance, I bring it up again, the overnight fast. That is my foundation stone for any nutritional protocol. The body wants a system. So does the mind. So that, because you need stability, you need to have stability. A diet complete, we know, with fruits, vegetables, whole grains, and protein taken at the right times keeps blood sugar in balance. Now, for those of you that are out there on the keto, you might be saying we don't need whole grains. And I, I would say, I'd have to say that that's not true. But, or need, need is a, an interesting word, but grains are very good to push carbon through the Krebs cycle from a biochemical perspective. But avoid or limit junk foods, foods that are high in sugar and high in fat. So we really want a balanced diet. Again, it depends if you have gluten, 
gluten sensitivity or casein sensitivity, you will have to adjust. You don't want to be eating um, flour products or grains. You have to be very careful. But everyone's individual, so I don't want to really go into specifics here. The third is vitamin and mineral deficiency. Well, minerals serve to support muscles and enzymes in the body. They're metalloenzymes, a lot of them, and they really work in making other mechanisms work. One of the most common deficiencies that cause exhaustion is iron deficiency anemia, and it's a common cause of fatigue in women. You know, our red blood cells carry oxygen through the body, and iron is a main component of these cells. So without enough iron, your body may be getting the oxygen or may not be getting the oxygen that it needs uh, for the energy. You know, women who experience heavy menstrual cycles or, you know, are pregnant may be at a higher risk, but you check with your uh, practitioner for that. You might want to be tested. If you're anemic due to iron deficiency, though, you may be able to replenish your body body's iron through diet. You know, iron-rich foods like meats, beans, tofu, potatoes, broccoli, nuts, even iron-rich cereals. Again, I'm being very general here. But talk to your medical provider if you think you need iron supplements. I know I take an iron supplement because I that's one of my constitutions is to have low iron. But this is only one example of a mineral deficiency because there are many others. So it's really important to eat skillfully and have sufficient mineral intake. You know, even if you think that you're getting sufficient minerals, I always say you may need to take a supplement, nothing elaborate, because our soils are so depleted in the most essential minerals in many, many cases. The fourth I came up with is improper breathing. And this is not new to many of you who have been uh, with me for these years because I always speak about breathing in all our meditation trainings. And I would say, you know, have you ever noticed how drained you feel when your breathing gets agitated? Or when you go into a relaxation technique, when we do restorative practices with diaphragmatic breathing, you feel refreshed. Well, that's because our energy is tied to how we breathe shallow breathing or pauses in our breath, as well as irregular breathing cycles, actually disrupt our energy flow. If you become aware of your breathing patterns and are able to work with your body in coordination with breathing, you actually can find areas where there are blockages. You know, I say when we do retreats or we do trainings, we say, I always say, use your body as feedback because as we do say a relaxation practice where we move through the body, wherever you have discomfort or pain, or maybe even doze off and go to sleep, many times there might be a disruption of energy flow in that place. Movement of airflow in the body does affect the way in which our energy is supplied to the body and brain. It makes sense, right? And in this way, it influences our emotions, our mind, our physical body. Keep in mind, energy is tied very closely to our breath and breathing cadence. The fifth is lack of movement. Inactivity could be the root cause of being tired and exhausted. And one of the most common reasons that people don't exercise is because they're too tired. However, just a walk after dinner can boost energy once you push yourself away from the table, that is, or food. 
you know, being sedentary can lead to being tired and exhausted. And I just mentioned that even in healthy people, though, as well as those that have health problems. So if we become more active, we can actually increase our energy levels. And to boost your energy levels, we need to replace our sedentary behaviors with active ones. For example, stand up rather than sit down whenever it's possible. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. That's when we used to be able to go into buildings. <laughs> or walk instead of driving short distances. I know that if I have to go get something at the grocery store, and if it's a small shop, I'll take my bike because it allows me to move my body because many of us are at the computer. We're at the computer quite a bit and we're sitting down. So keep that in mind. And the sixth I put on this list is probably the most potent of it all, and that's negativity. As you may imagine, repeating negative, all or nothing thoughts constantly can drain your energy during the day. Think of thoughts like an app running on your digital device in the case it's your mind we're talking about. And if you keep the app running, it will drain your battery. This is the same with negative thoughts, meaning worry, angry, anger, fear, frustration. Any of these thoughts that just keep ruminating are draining our battery. And even if you do nothing else all day, if you're sitting at a poolside, for example, or you're sitting on the beach, if these thoughts are running, you are going to drain your battery. Because this app, you know, this app runs. And if you've had this, you know, a phone, you can see those apps that are draining the battery. It's the same principle. But we can silent the app. And we could silent it and think that it's not running, but it's still running in the background. And you don't even know until, how do you know? Your emotions change or you have depleted energy. And those that's what really clues you in. You're wondering, gosh, why do I feel sad all of a sudden? And it's okay to feel sad. I'm not saying don't, but you want to see what's really running in the mind in that app. The same goes when we try to fall asleep at night. For many, the moment of just lying down in bed sometimes can open a floodgate, you know, of thoughts, negative obsessive thoughts coming into the mind, which causes tossing and turning all night and exhaustion the following day. And you know I'm going to say this, give your mind a break and learn to meditate. Start with breathing in balance and then learn a skillful, systematic way. You have to learn how to meditate skillfully in a systematic way. To just pull something off the internet and not really understand it, and it's not coming from anything from a really deep source where it's been tried and the results have been recorded over thousands of years, it's probably not going to sustain you. Get enrolled in a basic meditation course. Again, make sure that it comes from a real source of deep tradition so that, and there's many out there, but they're harder to find. My point I'm making here is you want to align yourself with a real core foundation, with a good teacher and learn the skill. It's really worth the investment of your time. And for those of you that may be new to the podcast, check out my books. But most importantly, if you want a program to really help you get started, Return to Radiance may be your solution because I do have the program in that book.
I outline diet, breathing, exercise, and meditation. So again, do your research, see what works for you, and write in and let me know how things are going. Each week I'll bring new things to you based on my interaction with the community during the week. And that brings us to the end of this episode. As always, again, I'm going to remind you, do your research and see what works for you. The Susan Taylor podcast does come out every week, and it's available on susantaylor.org, YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast platforms. Subscribe on susantaylor.org or on the YouTube channel of Susan Taylor PhD TV. That will really help the community. And please keep in mind, if you like this podcast, share it on the YouTube channel or on the website susantaylor.org. For more information and contact us with any questions, go to susantaylor.org. I would love to hear from all of you. And thanks again for listening. And until next time, remain calm, consciously aware, living in the moment.